Welcome to the darker side, true crime. I'm your host, Breaker. If you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button and tell a friend today. Today we'll be covering the case of the attempted homicide of Peyton Lutner, or as I'd like to call, the case of the Slenderman stabbing. This case has been covered many times with other podcasts, but I feel I should cover it here because of the seriousness of the case. With that said, on with the show. After school on 30 May 2014, Morgan Geyser and Anissa Wire went to Anissa's house where Anissa packed up her backpack with some clothes, granola bars, water bottles, and a picture of her mother, father, and her siblings. Then they set off to Morgan's house to meet up with her dad to pick up Peyton Lutner to celebrate Morgan's birthday. She was allowed to have a sleepover on her birthday every year to celebrate. After picking up Peyton, they headed off to Skateland to skate. Then at approximately 21.30 hours, they arrived home and went to sleep in Morgan's room. The the following morning, Morgan's mom gave them permission to play in David's Park on South East Avenue, just north of Les Paul Parkway. As they left, Morgan lifted up the left side of a white jacket. The night, a knife was tucked in her waistband. Anissa told police she gave Geyser a look with wide eyes. Okay. When asked by police what she meant by that, she had told them, I thought, dear God, this was really happening. Yeah, really. Anissa then suggested they go for a walk, pointing out to a wooded area near Rivera Drive and Big Bend Road. It was suggested that they play hide and seek Morgan was the first seeker, and Anissa and Peyton hid. Anissa told Peyton where to hide and told her lie face down in the dirt. She had refused. Anissa then pushed Peyton and sat down on her, thinking Morgan could stab her. But she had begun to yell and complain that she couldn't breathe. She was attracting attention so Anissa had gotten off her. Morgan gave Anissa the knife, but Anissa had told Morgan that she was too squeamish and gave it back. Anissa said that once Morgan had got the knife back, Morgan told Anissa, I'm not going until you give me, until you tell me to. Anissa said that as she started to walk away from Morgan, she told her to go ballistic, go crazy. And as she walked away, she said, now. It was then that Morgan had tackled Peyton and began stabbing her. It later came out in court records that Peyton had had uh, 
gotten over 29 stab wounds during that attack. One missing her heart by mere inches, almost killing her instantly. Also, it came out that that attack was premeditated months and this was not the original attack site um, those two girls actually had planned on killing Peyton the night before um, but seeing that they had gotten in really late they decided to postpone the trip postpone it until the trip to the park until the trip to the park excuse me as Morgan was stabbing Peyton Peyton started screaming I hate you I trusted you she was a fighter Peyton she started to walk towards the street and started to stumble Court records show that Anissa and Morgan didn't want anyone to see Peyton. So Anissa grabbed her by the arm, pulled her, her away from the street, and she fell. Anissa had told the, uh, Peyton to lie down and be quiet and told her that they would go and get help, but they never intended to go and get help. They had hoped that she would die and so that Slender would see that if she knew what it meant to kill someone. She had said, I believe it's an ending to a life and I regret it. The bad part of me wanted her to die. The good part of me wanted her to live. We'll take a short break here. And we're back. Afterwards, they decide to head to a Walmart where they're apprehended and a passerby finds a dying Peyton on the ground where Morgan and Anissa had left her. EMTs arrive in time to get her to the hospital where she gets emergency treatment to save her life. As I said, uh, one of those wounds that Morgan had given her during that attack had missed her heart by mere inches. It's lucky that she survived. I believe in an interview, it stated that, that she's scarred for life. Uh, she has numerous uh, scars left over from the attack. Both Morgan and Anissa believed that the Slenderman could teleport and that he watched her them all the time that he would kill, kill their entire families it, it came out in court records that Morgan had pleaded guilty to murder two and is serving 40 years and appealed it I believe um, and I believe it was very recent that she appealed it uh, the, it's still in court and I will give you updates so make sure that you're, you're subscribed 
Anissa is still serving her sentence. Either way, she and Anissa still need to seek psychiatric help. Now, what is Slenderman and where did he come from? Well, Slenderman is fictitious, 100%. He's a humanoid black and white character that's very slender in stature that first appear appeared in a forum contest. It had no backstory at first, but it looked very cool. And it went viral just after it was first posted. After it had gone viral, people gave it a backstory and it ended up on creepy story sites such as creepypasta.com. And that's how our evil duo in our episode had found out about it and how Slenderman had ended up in pop, pop culture. I'll post, I'll see if I can find any uh, pictures of uh, the Slenderman meme for you and I'll post it up on the socials and on the website for you, www.darkersidepodcast.com. Was justice served? Yes and no. We got the perpetrators of the crime. They were tried as adults. Uh, but one might get out of serving her time. Uh, if you're hearing voices... Uh, and you don't have earphones or headphones on and there's no one around or if you think there's a fictitious creature is real seek help parents uh, monitor your child's internet use tell them that a meme isn't real for heaven's sakes uh, it, it all starts at home that's what it boils down to actually I think if it, if they had gotten psychological help, I think that this could have been prevented. And they seem like normal kids growing up, the perpetrators. Normal, well-adjusted teenagers, you know, growing up and going through high school. Um, but it boils up to they had some difficulties there I'm no uh, psychiatrist or psychologist but you can actually see there's something wrong there when they're hearing voices or they're seeing things that's really not there or they believe that something's real and it's not um, need some definite parent parental in intervention there Anyhow, with that said, this brings this, this episode to a close. Thank you for listening and subscribing to my podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you that does subscribe and listen. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast and tell a friend about this podcast today. Please rate and review this podcast if you like it. It helps, it helps other people find us. 
We are on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you have any comments or suggestions for cases, feel free to email darkersidepod at yahoo.com. I'm on Twitter as darkersidepod. Mahalo, and see you next time on The Darker Side. Thank you.